Welcome to Left in the South podcast. I'm your co-host David, and I'm here with Caleb. How are you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. I'm excited for this podcast. Yeah, dude. <laughs> dude, honestly, we've been really busy for the past week. You know, I have exams, essays to write. You know, still Caleb. So this. Yeah. So if you want to complain about the lateness of the podcast, if you are one of our few listeners, first of all, subscribe Grunt. to my Patreon. That's a requirement. Before you can even speak to me, you have to be subscribed to my Patreon. That's hey, just kind of like a we relationship. Got a here. We yeah. Need, you know, it's, it's the winter right now. You know, it, it, times are tough. You know, I don't think yes. I, might, I might not make it type deal. Yeah. Like, I need gas to get home for Christmas. Like, there's a blizzard going on, record breaking temperatures. And all I got to say is we have a $1 Honestly, tier real, on our dude. Patreon. We have a $1 tier. Hell yeah, dude. <clears throat> that's, that's like a dollar. That's one ramen right there. Yep. Anyway, now that we're done plugging ourselves, what has been going on this week, David? I'm excited uh, to talk about this. You know, a lot of things have been going on, dude. Uh, I raised for my classes, took some essays. But uh, one thing I'm trying to do more lately is uh, try to get back into streaming on Twitch. Oh, really? The fucking nerd yeah. platform. Okay. How's that going? Uh, it's going all right, dude. People like, you know, watching me stream, aka my friends farming my stream. But, you know, sometimes we have a random tune. They come in and follow, and that makes me feel pretty good. Yeah, I mean, that's what our but, podcast um, is too, right? So, hey, I mean, yeah, it's pretty small. It's our friends watching it. Thank you for supporting us, by the way. We really True. appreciate it. Not on Patreon, obviously, because none of them have to oh, subscribe yeah. to us yeah. on Patreon. But maybe one day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's cool, dude. Why, why don't you say your stream on the uh, on the pod so that people can hear it? Yeah. If you wanna, you know, watch me on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv forward slash thepilotcs. I try to go live at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, yes, check him out. Uh, I can't promise it'll be as interesting as the podcast because obviously <laughs> I won't be there all the time. So, yeah. but you know, David's pretty cool. <laughs> all right. Yeah, well I saw you doing your overhaul thing on, uh, oh, yeah. on Twitch. That was cool. <clears throat> he yeah, got like good. all his new shit all his new logos he made it all cute and stuff david's a very ritualistic oh, yeah. person i've noticed like whenever you have an idea <laughs> for something you yeah. always like you set it up yeah it's not that you go all out like usually you do but what i mean is like like you, you are very uh particular about where you have to be before you can start so like whenever you say i want to start streaming on twitch you don't just go live on twitch you set up your twitch account you make sure you create a twitter you get a little publicity going you get a retweet from your friend and then you go live you over you overthink things a lot which is good because it means you care (laughs) but (laughs) i just have noticed that about you yeah yeah it's not a bad thing it's just something i've noticed I mean, yeah, I just want to be prepared before I start something, you know? Yeah. You know, if you go into it, you know, fucking with no preparation, like, you're kind of just freeballing it. I don't know. Yeah. I like to, like to have a little bit of preparation and then, you know, add a little little me spice on that, you know? Like, crank a little me on there. Yeah, case in point, I mean, when we created this podcast, David literally bought, like, paid for, conceptualized, and created a logo before I had even finished editing the first episode. So, you know, that's yeah, a good I example. Mean, yeah, I mean, I just want things to, you know, I want it to look nice, you know. You know, people are not, you know, not going to come by and, like, uh, they don't even have a Twitter banner or, like, their logo is pretty shit. Right? Like, we have to separate ourselves from the herd. You know, yep. it's like, why listen to us? I mean, like, obviously, oh, there's a great thing. reason to listen to us because our opinions are better than yours. I feel like I've said this before, but it's just a fact. Yeah, that's true. But, like, you know, people also, before they even click on our podcast, they're going to see before they hear so you know yep. you want you know something to look nice to represent yourself that's why i also bought um you know me and w used to play on the same uh, counter-strike team 
called Constant Rage. I bought the logo for the team, like you know, just out of my, I don't know, out of my pocket. I mean, it was twenty yeah. bucks. I'm and he was like the outsider too. I mean, like that was yeah. a big thing for him because when David and I met, we actually met through the internet. We should tell the story. We were my yeah. friend uh, Matt and my other friends were creating a Counter Strike team, which is a, like a video game if you're not a nerd. And we were trying to be like competitive Counter Strike players, so we were creating a team, and we had three core people, so we needed two more. And I put out this ad on the internet to try to find someone who was, like, just tolerable, at least okay at the game, and, like, tolerable personality. And David responded and joined our Discord. And, like, normally whenever we played with other people, they would just join and, like, play. They would practice and play the game with us, but then they would just leave and we'd all just be there by ourselves talking because we were friends outside of the game. But when David joined, he would say, he would, like, hang around after practice and actually just, like, play other games and talk to us. And he just, over time, like, became... A member of the team like a member of the discord a member of our like friend group even outside the game yeah. so like that's how david and i met literally through counter strike <laughs> very <laughs> <Yeah>. lame <laughs> we don't play at all anymore so. no we don't i'm happy that we met that way though yeah. i feel like that it was such a chance encounter for you to like read my ad and just so happened to join and i feel like you know life would have yeah, been really different if we'd never met yeah, that is honestly insane. Like, you know, you know, he's one of my best friends, Matt. Like, you guys, you know, you guys yeah. accepted me into your little fan group. And, you know, because I used to, you know, I obviously have other friends who I hang out with. But I definitely hang out with you guys a lot more now. Yeah, yeah, totally. I agree. I don't know. It would be weird if you weren't here, to be completely honest. Yeah, I mean, I wonder, like, how it would be. You know, I know, it makes really... me think how many, like, chance encounters in life you come across that totally change your life. Because when you think about it, anytime you do something that has a long-term effect you're basically splintering into a different reality like because if you think about it as like a point where you there's a fork in the road and either i met david or i didn't meet david like once you go down that road it's it diverges totally because the beginning point is so different like it's been four years i think 2015 and, you know, the year's coming to a close. Like, honestly, it's felt like, you know, I'm still in 2016 hanging out with you guys. Exactly. Like, there's so many show. things that would have been totally different. So many conversations I would never have had. So many videos I never would have watched. So many stories I never would have heard. And I don't know. I feel like whenever I think about that, it kind of blows my mind. On it, To anyone. I mean, like, with you, it's easier to think about because I met you so recently. But even yeah. even anyone, like, if I had never met Matt, we've been friends for, like, eight years almost. So it's like... Or, like, six or seven years. I can't really fucking remember. But it's been so long that it's, like, my whole life would have been different if I'd never met him. It's different. I don't know. It's weird. Or what if you'd never been born or something? I guess life life wouldn't be that different um, if you were never born. Dab, 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 dab. Uh, honestly, I don't know what I would have... I probably would have hanged out with whatever kind of strike team I joined. Yeah, I bet and, you would have been an alt-right person if you'd never met us. <laughs> I bet. That's not even true at all. How? <laughs> I just feel like, you know, like, not, it's it's not because you're, like, a bad person. I just feel like you're, uh, you know, you're very, like, <clears throat> you're very passionate. So if you, like, surrounded yourself with right-wing people and, like, you never heard about any other stuff, I feel like you would have been, like, the most passionate right-winger, like, Sargon of Akkad level. So are, you, are you saying that I'm morally lucky that I'm a leftist? Yes. <laughs> I am saying that. That's a really good okay. concept. I'm surprised you knew about that. That's, like, such a yeah, fucking annoying yeah. thing that people talk about all the time. You're yeah. more on the internet than I expected. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, I'm, I'm all over the internet, dude. <laughs> morally lucky. Recently, you know, getting more into Twitter. Honestly, like I see Twitter as my Reddit now. I like you know, really. 
Twitter, then I check Reddit, yeah. I've, I've kind of, like, begrudgingly started doing it. This is exactly what I did when I started using Reddit. It's basically, like, I had heard that people loved it, but I thought that the website was fucking trash, and I had no idea how to use it, and I was like, this is fucking garbage. But I knew everyone used it, so I just forced myself to go on there for, like, 20 minutes a day, and now I fucking am addicted and can't stop using it. Yeah, I'm trying to do the same thing with Reddit Twitter. Now. Where I try to force myself to go on like a certain amount of time every day to try to get myself to learn how to use it so that I can actually start using it. It's yeah, kind of lame because when you think about it, you're literally forcing yourself to use like a corporation's product so that they can farm advertisements off of you because you want to be included in the conversation. It's pretty sad when you think about it. It's never, I never felt like that. Like for me with Reddit, I just never heard of Reddit. Like I didn't know what Reddit was. Yeah. And, like I kind of didn't understand what Reddit is. And, like, I don't know how the fuck I, like, got any information from. Because I, I yeah. used to also look at news articles. Like, I think before Reddit, I used I used to look at Google News, like, all the time. Yeah, same. Like, first thing in the morning, look at Google News, see what's up. And, yeah. like, the Reddit, it's just, like, there's, like, funny shit and there's, like, news and there's, you know, a lot of shit's pretty useful. Yeah. And for Twitter, for me, it's more recently becomes, like, you know, what's my friends doing? Like, what's interesting? Like, what's going on? And I also see some funny shit. So right. it's a little, like, it's a more personalized Twitter. I mean, like personalized reddit even i agree i think that reddit is cool because if you know how to use it you can make it useful like if you're subscribing to all the default subreddits it's going to be trash because there's like a trillion people on there but if you go and like subscribe to a lot of small subreddits of like communities that you actually enjoy and want to be a part of you can have really a great experience on reddit i feel like twitter is kind of similar in the sense that you have to set it up to be like the twitter that you want to engage with rather than just what it comes as because as it is now i basically went to like a bunch of people that i know and started following people that they follow because if you don't follow anyone you're just going to be fed like these shitty popular tweets that you literally don't give a shit about so you have to kind of set it up first to make it usable actually i don't use reddit at all like that like i log out on my my phone i'm logged on reddit so i just only see the front page on the reddit is fun app yeah and like i just like i just go off like at that because the ones the subreddits i follow on my account are like some shitty like like arc subreddit, like, <laughs> subreddit. i don't want to see that shit like that's from like years ago yeah like, yeah i spent I just, like a good 30 minutes setting mine up so that way i could only see the stuff i wanted basically if you want to see like the popular quote-unquote stuff you can go to r slash all and just look at all the top subreddits but if i want to get like news or like leftist propaganda i go to my front page <laughs> but uh, honestly I'm, you know twitter you know i feel like you also have the chance to you know kind of be more funny you know like you're like oh it, but basically i see twitter is like all right it's time to post a fucking joke right like, and then i, yeah. then I hit the tw- it's not so serious the button. yeah 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 i agree speaking of twitter by the way some shit has been popping off have you seen this story about this fucking cop on twitter uh no what was it about <laughs> basically this cop went into a starbucks and one of the baristas put pig you know like when they put your name down uh, yeah, <laughs> she yeah, put yeah. pig and uh that is funny as fuck it's funny as fuck dude and the cop was like so offended and starbucks <laughs> made this whole public apology saying like we're so fucking sorry that we like you know disrespected you and people on twitter were talking about like these people put their lives on the line and you're just gonna you're just gonna fucking do this to them it's like someone killed someone i don't get why people are so mad about it it's like oh i didn't realize someone fucking died in a starbucks yeah Yeah, starbucks fucking the people the ceo they went on the fucking on the boots of the cops yeah like please don't fucking yeah i mean it's ridiculous and they the guy got fired of course but the funniest fucking part and this is where the twitter comes in the cop's name was omara and his daughter 
gets on Twitter after the story breaks and and she posts uh basically saying, "Yeah, this is my dad and he abs- he is a piece of shit." Like when we were growing, he shouldn't he is a pig and he is a piece of shit. This is Omara talking. And she's like when we were growing up, he was openly racist and like would say slurs and stuff that I I don't want to repeat uh, on Twitter and stuff like that, and basically saying like he should not be a cop, he shouldn't be allowed to have a gun, and like all this shit. And then that tweet blew the fuck up. And then he saw her his own daughter's tweet, and he was like trying desperately to get her to take it down, but she wouldn't. It was fucking hilarious. That's so funny. It's I'm. So, it's so funny. I love how this shit just blows up in these people's faces because they're such pieces of shit that like it, you can literally call them a pig, and people will still be on your side because it, they're yeah. so shitty. Like it blew up in his favor, and he's like, "Yes." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, "Fuck." And, like, none of that would have happened if he just made, made it a big deal out of it. Right, exactly. And, like, it makes you... I, I hope that it's making him realize how much people fucking hate cops. Like, and maybe he'll change, like, be a better person. I, I hope. I doubt it, Hopefully. but I fucking hope. Yeah, most likely not. Yeah, but, like... But, I mean, at the end of the day, like, people hate cops. Like, the average people hate cops. And, like, maybe if cops knew that, they would treat people with more respect. I have no idea. Maybe not. But, like... I don't think it's wrong to say your opinion about cops. I mean, it's not the same as fucking killing someone. Like, people who get on Twitter and ironically say, like, oh, they're sacrificing their life. It's like, okay, maybe they are, maybe they aren't. But writing pig on a cup is not the same as, like, killing someone or fucking... You're not denying them any rights. You're not doing anything wrong. You're just writing pig on a fucking cup. So stop crying about it. Holy shit. Yeah. Dude, speaking of cops, dude, have you seen that uh, Twitter video of the guy who was... uh, He literally got put into, like, a a holding for an interview in China because he was... Was, uh, in a group chat with 72 other people like he said something about how like the cops are like, bad in china and they literally took his ass and like why'd you say this he's like oh i was just drunk i was drunk you know i, I didn't mean it. wait where did this like, happen uh, it was on twitter it was like a twitter video that was uploaded oh from like from someone who lives in china uh of the interview i, I don't know who, who posted oh, okay, it. okay okay but, like that's i just saw it on twitter i was like holy shit dude yeah like, the, i mean like they're literally going off as like, yeah, we've been looking at your shit. We detected that you fucking talking shit about the police. What are you gonna okay, you're gonna apologize? They're like they're like, oh, okay, so you were drunk. He was like, Yeah, yeah, I didn't mean to say it's like, bro, he obviously wasn't fucking drunk. He's so scared of the police, like hurting his family or doing whatever to him, that of course he's gonna apologize and fucking kiss the, the feet the feet that they're fucking staying the ground on with. Obviously. I mean like yeah. he's, it's so sad too. Yeah. Uh, I mean like I don't know, like, I'm assuming that that person lives probably in China or in, in Hong Kong, the person yeah. who got caught, China. right? Like, a lot yeah. of people think that that shit only happens overseas, but this shit happens in the U.S. literally all the time. <laughs> Did you hear about the comedian who got arrested for making an ice joke? No. Basically, this comedian, his name is, I think, is Jake Flores. I just found the article. He said... He basically made a joke about killing ICE agents. He says that uh, he made a joke about Cinco de Mayo in 2018. He said, here's how Cinco de Mayo works in 2018. White people can culturally appropriate on the condition that you help to destroy ICE. Kill one ICE agent, get to wear a sombrero. Two kills, you can wear a poncho. Third kill, you can draw a mustache on your face in Sharpie. Five kills, you can do skull paint, and etc, etc. A hundred kills... You get to just be a full-on racist, and no one can tell you anything. About it. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. That's fuck, funny dude. as fuck. That is funny. So, as fuck. I mean, that's a funny joke, and he basically like posted it on the internet. And the very next day, the uh, the uh, like ice showed up at his door and like knocked his door at like in the fucking nine o'clock in the morning, and like came into his house without a warrant and like questioned him about it. 
And, like, basically he was like, yeah, I'm a fucking comedian. It's a joke. But, like, it's this kind of shit happens in America. That's like, they up. will arrest you in your home if you dare to fucking question it. I mean, he's not inciting I violence. Mean, he's a comedian. It's arrested. a fucking joke. You can get arrested for what? He didn't get arrested, did he? No, luckily he did not get arrested. Yeah, but, I mean, this stuff happens all the time. Because, you know, you can say, like, oh, um... Like, you can say, I wish the president got killed. You can say yeah. shit like that. Right. But yeah. You can't say, I'm going to kill the president. I'm joking, of course. Uh, I don't want to kill the president. Well, you're making a quote in the third person. Making yeah, a quote. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, satire. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. And obviously, they knew that, so they didn't arrest him. But the point is, though, is that they don't do it just to arrest you. And first of all, I like how you said that's Ill- that would be illegal. And you're not wrong. It would be illegal. But the thing about ICE is they're basically extrajudicial because of the fact that they prey on like weak and minority people that don't have a lot of representation they're able to do shit that's illegal because no one can stop them because the people that they do it to have no recourse and the people who are that actually could do something either don't want to or they don't realize that it's actually a problem or regardless of what it is they are able to just do shit that's illegal all the time and like when they came into this guy's house it's not illegal but i mean like they're they're doing it to intimidate him they're doing it to make yeah, sure he doesn't like him. other people know hey we're gonna fucking bust your door down if you tweet about killing us on twitter or like if you tweet that you would disagree with us or whatever the thing is we're gonna come to your fucking house that's the we're message that they want to send so they don't even have to arrest him because he's famous other regular people see that and they're like holy shit they come to this guy's house and he's famous imagine what they're gonna do to me and then they maybe think twice about posing that tweet or maybe think twice about you know expressing their yeah. opinion on ice you were talking about hong kong earlier did you hear about the yeah. Hong Kong Act that the Congress like passed in America? Uh, yeah, I believe we also talked about this in the um, Patreon podcast. By the way, yeah, that was before we were talking about how they were considering passing a bill, but between last episode and this episode, they actually did pass it. So I was, I kind of wanted to talk about what it does a little bit, because yeah. in general, I agree with it but um it's kind of i don't know so basically like what what the act does is it tells the congress that um there's going to be an annual report on any violations of united states expert export control laws and united states sanctions occurring in hong kong and basically every year they're going to review those reports and see any like human rights violations and stuff that are going on uh, in Hong Kong, and they'll decide once a year whether or not to impose sanctions on China. So basically, this bill doesn't necessarily do anything right away, but it basically just says, hey, if China does not get their shit under control by the time we do the review, we're going to impose sanctions on Oh, them. that's crazy, because like that's probably going to come up soon. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes, it is. So, right, so like within the year, basically, China has to not be arresting and killing people and shit like that so i mean of course that's not going to happen most likely so i wish it, a lot of the countries also uh, proposed a bill like this one yes this is a really smart bill i agree and the thing about it is i don't i don't like the idea of the u.s in its current form in this right-wing like regime i don't like the idea of the u.s being able to you know uh, leverage political power in other countries because I disagree with the ideology of the of the of the government right now. But in general, I agree with bills like this because this is not a military action. But China relies on us economically a lot. 
just the same way we do, we have the ability to make a decision who to do business with in the world, and we shouldn't be doing business with people that do shit like this. I mean, it's really yeah. that's really just the yeah. bottom line. Like, it's an easy choice to make. Not doing business with someone doesn't kill anyone, like you know, like we do in other places. <laughs> so I agree with bills like this in general, and I I like this. I like I like this, but I'm interested to see how the reporting and sanctions actually go because if the annual report is things like you know it, in this right-wing government it might be that they really don't care about human like certain human rights violations as much because i would argue things like like products of capitalism i i would argue are human rights violations right but of course yeah. the free market is not a human rights violation to these people so it's kind of different. So in my mind, it could be good, it could be bad. But either way, legislation like this has to be passed at some point because otherwise China is just free to do what they want and we're literally funding them, which is fucked up. So, yeah, I agree with this bill. Yeah, you know what's crazy? Like, way before even this happened, I kind of really didn't like China, like, at all. But it was for uh, environmental reasons. Right. But I'm pretty sure, like, throughout this year, like, I'm pretty sure, like, their emissions have gone way more down than ours has. So honestly, I think I'm pretty much disappointed in the United States that like yeah. how bad like we're creating like you know the, the effects we're having on the environment right now. Yeah, and the reason for the Chinese thing, and I don't even like in on one hand, obviously I agree that yes, they're it's bad to emit so much like China does, but on one hand I think that, and then on the other hand I think it's our fault. It, it, not only is it our fault, but also it's kind of hypocritical for us to. Uh, uh, to criticize them in this way because the reason that the united states is able to have like is the reason that the united states is so successful today is because of the insane amount of industrialization that we were able to achieve during and after world war ii and during the cold war and leading up to the like 60s and 70s and 80s and 90s and shit like the way that we were able to industrialize this country in such a way was unprecedented in the world and that is why the u.s propelled itself to the top of the everything yeah. in the span of like a, a a century which is incredible and china is basically trying to do the same thing now and the entire world is shaming them every other advanced economy did the same thing china is late because of their position in the world because of their access to natural resources etc but they're going through the same stages that we did and i feel like it's right it is right to criticize that but it's it's very i'd say shameful coming from people like us where we have done literally nothing to curb our emissions we've known about this since like the 90s because you know exxon released that fucking uh that that study in the late 80s about the emissions well it's also like, the people we have in in you know in the office do like they fucking don't even believe this shit right exactly you know, so like if we had some people with fucking you know a brain in the office like maybe we could have you know prevented you know some of this exactly and you can do you can even help other countries as well because we have to admit that yes if other no economist no uh, sci uh environmental scientist will tell you unfettered market growth cannot happen with climate change action like those two things are not compatible so for countries what that what that means is in order for a country to reduce its emissions to a point where it's appropriate so that the environment is not going to be fucked any more than it already is it means that economically they're going to have to spend a lot of money it's going to cost a lot it's not going to be profitable in the short term so in 
So when we expect developing countries like China and India to not emit things, we're basically asking them not to become an advanced economy like us. And that's I would argue that that's not well, not only is it not fair, but also I would argue that it's our obligation as advanced economies to assist them in, by investing in things like renewable energy, renewable resources so that they can kind of skip that step the industrialization step, the, the part that we already all went through, we, they can skip that if we help them, but we refuse to help them because obviously it's not profitable in the short term. But there there will be no profit in the long term if there is no human life on this planet. So in my mind, it's an obligation that we're failing to, to satisfy. Yeah, one thing I've also noticed is like um, countries like Vietnam, Thailand, they're actually going through what India and China are going, were going through. So like now they're, now that India and China are like, are, you know, players that are going up in the, the rankings in the world, like they're starting to use these other smaller countries now. It's like, now they're going to get the countries that are going to be like fucked, you know? Right. Yeah. India yes, exactly. They're, they're expressing their imperial will on smaller countries that are in the position that they were in no less than you know 50 60 years ago it's exactly the same thing and yet like the u.s did that and we continue to do that but then we look down on other countries who do the same so i mean the bottom line is that we have to as a country be the example that we want other people to follow and that will never happen while we have someone like you know obviously like this in office but really there is a short list of people that would i think that would actually change the things that we need to change one of those people i hope is bernie sanders but we'll see, I guess, whenever he gets in office. New Green Deal. I'm excited yes. for that. I'm a yes. huge fan of this stuff. Fucking, you know, I hope that you know the Earth is here for like a long time, and us on it, of course. Yeah. But uh, since we're in the Asia region, dude, North Korea <laughs> missiles again, dude, in the <laughs> Japanese Sea. I guess they're running low on uh, fucking humanitarian aid funds from last time when they shot their missiles off the Sea of Japan. They do this, like, annually. I feel like yeah, it's, I like, know, the right? it must be, like, the North Korean New Year celebration, you know? Yeah. I, I actually think it is. I'm pretty sure they have some sort of, like, celebration where it's, like, a they show off the army and, like, their missiles and shit. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's just, it's weird because it happens every single year. They shoot, like, one or two ballistic missiles into the sea, and then Ch- uh, Japan is, like, if you do shit we're gonna slap you and then no one does anything and then the u.s like it well the US not just like, the u.s but all countries will like give them money to help them with humanitarian yeah. aid which isn't like, bad yeah. i mean the people of north korea need help but the government yeah, no, of north korea doesn't getting it right exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah. the north korean government is literally just doing this to extort money from people because it's much easier to do that than it is to like actually develop their country in it's any so crazy way. because like uh, people in like china and south korea they have to send these care packages just so they can actually get like what they need yeah like, the food and like you know personal stuff that they need yeah, I went through a kick recently watching YouTube videos of, like, North Korean defectors who came to South yeah, Korea or China. Food, right? Yeah, yeah, and they'll, like, try different yeah. things and food and yeah. stuff. It's so interesting. Like, the way that they yeah, talk it, so it nonchalantly. There's this one guy who was just talking about, like, his how he, like, watched his family die or something. And it was just so nonchalant. And then he was talking about how, like, they executed someone, like, by shooting him. And he was like, I had no idea that a human body had so much blood in it. Like, that was the first time that I ever saw someone die. And he's like, they shot him in the head and his brain fell out. I'm like, bro, what the fuck is going on? Because they're so dehuman, you know, desensitized. Yeah, it's insane. Like... It's because you know they have because they have concentration camps even in North Korea like you know, like there's right. uh, there's places where you know people spend like prison in like tiny fucking boxes. 
Right, yeah, labor camps. Yeah, like the Boer yeah, War or whatever. I mean, it's it's disgusting. I don't know you what know, the they answer also sell is. Slaves, so. too. Do what? I'm sorry. They they like sell slaves, but like they you know. Oh they, yeah, so, that there's like imported me. there's like imported workers and like they don't get paid at all, and it's like just so North Korea gets a little more change. All workers who labor under the force of a capitalist are slaves, David. <laughs> all right. Yeah, that's uh, honestly something. And they said, they're like, I feel like every time, too, like, you're like, all right, let's escalate a little more so they can give us some more shit. Like, they right, like, yeah. they warned Japan they might see a real ballistic missile soon. <laughs> yeah, like, they're like, we finally did de- Oh, remember in, like, 2016 or 2015 when they created the missile that was able to reach the U.S. for the first yeah, time? California. Yeah, California. <laughs> yeah. That was such a huge story. Like, oh, shit, dude, what if Los Angeles gets blown up? Yeah. It's like, come on, guys. <laughs> Relax a little bit. I don't know. I don't know what the answer to the North Korea thing is. Obviously, I'm against, you know, any foreign wars I'm against. But um, I don't I yeah. don't know what the answer is. Because when I, I guess, like, just economic sanctions and, like, pressure from global society is really all you can do. You know, stopping short I mean, of full-on war. Everyone's basically doing that. The, the only reason why they're still standing is because they have China backing them. Right, I yeah. think they're the only country that's really backing them. Yeah, I mean, it's a really important division between communist China and, um, you know, South Korea. And, yeah. like, the, the... It doesn't sound important, but, like, having a, having a um, cultural buffer between two cultures is actually so important because yeah it stops the spread of that one culture. right like the f- like it's like exactly like in civilization dude like right, you that exactly. cultural pressure coming in from all the other countries dude. exactly it's kind of funny but you're like 100 percent right <laughs> like yeah. the, it really does help them so they, they want that and they like their position there so yeah, but, like, North Korea is this, like, gray, like, we only fuck with our, ourselves type shit, and it's yeah, it's super weird that, like, they, like, we're living in 2019, and here we have North Korea. Yeah, have you ever seen a picture, like, a satellite picture from, uh, like, at night in North Korea, where you can yeah, see like South Korea, you can off. actually see the militarized border, like, perfectly yeah. etched out because of the difference in light pollution? It's incredible yeah. to see. Then... Hopefully and like you can, in, you can uh, see big cities lifetime. in North Korea. Yeah, hopefully in my lifetime, uh, like something gets done about North Korea. Yeah, I hope they reunify. Honestly, that would be awesome. That'd be yeah. I think that'd be the the coolest if that yeah. would happen. But I think it's highly unlikely. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, as long as you know, I think that climate change is really the one thing that's pre- is going to prevent the um like. I, I, I like to think that, in general, the world kind of moves towards more equality, um, in general, over time, even if it's really slow. But I feel like I mean, climate the change... happiness is going up over Right, time. exactly. And, like, people are becoming more equal. There's less marginalized groups. Not to say that there aren't any, because obviously there are a ton, and I'm not downplaying that at all. I'm just saying, in general, I think it gets better over time. So, I in my mind, I think maybe there will be some day where the world is, like, truly an equal society, and, like, we all share one experience and one great society like i imagine that that would happen eventually but i think climate change is the one thing stopping it because if you think about all the ecological disasters that we're going to face in the short term in the near future um like people the migration the mass migration that's going to go on throughout earth is going to be insane people are going to be displaced there's going to be thousands hundreds of thousands millions of people coming up from the southern like 
uh, from the southern border of the U.S., from the eastern border of the EU. It's going to be crazy. And I, like, I'm scared and I fear for the future. I have no idea what's going to happen there. Um, I'll yeah. probably be old, but, I mean, hopefully either I won't yeah. have kids or hopefully we'll solve it by then. Yeah, Miami is, like, going to be underwater and I'm going to have beachfront property in Florida. <laughs> like, it's, 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 it's sad to see, like, those, you know, the images. It's like a slideshow of, like, the polar ice uh, caps melting and it's like, yeah. fuck, dude. It's so tiny now. <laughs> like, like, honestly, I'm scared that the that climate change is going to be our great filter. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think that it's the scariest problem that human beings have ever faced. Yeah, because it's a problem for everybody. It's right. going to affect everybody, everybody on the world. In the yes. World. It's not only a problem for everyone, but it seems that the one thing stopping us from solving it is our own hubris. You know, like our it's us. Yeah. We're the we're the enemy. And that's what it's, makes it so hard because every yeah, other thing that we can animal. solve, just do a little more research, spend a little bit more money, but you can't really do that here. So, yeah, it's like we could solve the problem so easily if everyone just agreed. Right. Exactly. Like, let's do it. But like, like, nah, I kind of want to make some fucking bank. Yeah. I kind of want to make some short term profit. It's really hard to empathize beyond the span of your own life, though. I kind of I agree with that. You know, like, actually, I don't agree with that because really? you know, I always, I always, I want there to be somewhere that you know, because I, I think I'm gonna have kids in the future. Yeah. You know, I always want there to be a place for you know my kids and their kids for the future. I want humanity to go on past me. Yeah, I mean, I do too. I, I am sad that I'm like gonna die one day and miss out on everything, but at the same time, I don't want. Like, I don't want life to end with me. I accept that I'm just one person. I don't want other people to not experience the beauty of life or, you know, all the things that come with it. But at the same time, it's like, like, let's say that I had to make a decision to do something that wasn't actually going to benefit me at all in my entire, entire life. Like, it was going to benefit someone after, long after I was gone. It's like, I don't know. It makes me, I would be far less excited to do something like that than I would be to do something that would actually benefit me in the short term or so i don't know i i understand the decision making behind it but i i almost see it as like it's it's murder but not immediate murder you know if you're actively making a decision to do this when you know it's going to kill people in the future it's tantamount to murder it's the same thing Dude, I fucking hate those people with the the coal rollers. Do you know what those are? Yes, I hate that shit yeah, so those, much. Those coal roller trucks, dude. That pisses me the fuck off. Like, like, why do you just not care? Yeah, like it would cost you nothing not to do that. Yeah, like, and, and that would actually be cheaper. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just to not do that, to not be a fucking dick, and like literally just pollute the environment. Because, yeah, like, no cars reason. is such a huge problem. Like, have you seen those pictures in China where, like, all right, on these days, we don't drive cars? Yeah, to solve the air pollute, like, the air and problem. It and it literally clears up the air so much. It's so noticeable, like, yeah. the difference. In my dream, America, there would be no cars because of yeah. the public transport. Because we have, like, tubes all over the, you know, our cities, and we just, like, ride in these tubes. High-speed railways. <laughs> Somebody called yeah. Darius McCollum, dude. Bro, that can be it. If I, I swear to God, if I ever become president, I'm going to create the greatest infrastructure in public transport ever created, and then I'm going to hire Darius McCollum to be the person like, who designs it. 
Like, there hasn't been a president, like, in, in a couple of years whose, like, campaign, like, promise was to do something that's, like, in, like, in good for everybody. And yeah. it's, like, you know, who would say no to that? Like, right. who would say no to, like, the best public transport system? Exactly. Some, like, new age design. And, like, it's been tested and, like, developed in certain cities. And, like, they're going to roll it out everybody. Well, you everywhere. know who would say no? Did you hear about Elon Musk basically, like, complaining about New York City transit? Because... Uh, he was like, he doesn't like how you have to, how everyone goes to the same place, you know? Like, all yeah. the poor people and the regular people, and, like, no matter who you are, you have to ride the same thing. I'm like, that's literally the fucking point. That's the good part about public transport. That's the, that's the whole point. That's the idea. God, fucking yeah, rich he's, people. Uh, he's uh, digging tunnels under uh, LA. Yeah, because he's going to, like, privately sell access to it. Like, that. that's it. He saw his problem. He went to New York. He's like, hey, it's kind of lame how poor people and rich people get to ride on the same shit. And then he went back to L.A. and he's like, fuck it. I'll just make a rich people only thing. Yeah, it's crazy. They're just like, you know, the L.A.'s like, fuck it, bro. Of course you can, like, just dig holes. Yeah, please, Elon. Please dig holes in my ground. Yeah, I'm sure. It's so... <laughs> the earthquakes it, won't fuck that shit. Actually, I heard it's actually safer to be in one of those tunnels when it's during an earthquake. Apparently. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Let's see what that, what problems like, and what problems that could have. Until. Right. Yeah, it it makes me embarrassed when like states in this country basically like trip over their own dick trying to get rich capitalists to come and invest in their economy. You know? Do you remember when Amazon was trying to build? The, uh, oh yeah well, like, yeah they're like like you know like which state or like which uh city yeah Never they, season, please, please put it here. yeah please, did you see the here. document that like, they released and they were yeah getting like tax cuts and shit like yes. that just like yeah the shit there. they literally released a document that said amazon uh is going to make their decision based solely on like the extra benefits that we get from each state basically saying like offer me the most possible money and we'll build our best, shit there best offer yeah yeah exactly like it, it was so stupid and then the, i mean they were tr- i think it was andrew cuomo the governor of new york right ended up getting it in the end and like he was talking about how Amazon is going to be, like, integrating into New York and, like, creating all this new shit and, like, oh, my God. It's just embarrassing, bro. Imagine, like, getting, like, an Amazon package delivered, like, through your your window in New York City, like, (laughs) by a drone and shit like that. A New York City Uh, municipal drone dropping off your Amazon-sponsored package. Yeah, one-hour deliveries and shit. (laughs) That would be crazy. Yeah. Only only three slaves died to make this one package to deliver in one hour for you. It's not well, bad everything is done by robots, so it'd probably be better, right? But, you know, yeah. also that's, we're losing out on jobs, which is the best That's thing. the thing, though. Robots are interesting because, in, like, Elon talks about this all the time, and of course he's a fucking idiot capitalist, but, like, from a, from a socialist point of view, the dream is to create robots that do work for us. Like, the, the yeah. dream would be if no human ever had to work again, if no laborer had to labor again. That's the dream. But in, in yeah. a capitalist society... Automation that's is the right. enemy. That's yeah. yeah, exactly. It's weird when you think about because like technology increases are have always been a good thing for capitalists, but they're always a bad thing for the workers. Which is why I, when I was in high school, I thought luddites. Do you remember what luddites are? No. They're, the, they're the people who hated technology, and they would like go into factories and take like hammers, and they would break all the machines, so that way like they would be forced to do labor by hand. And they basically, it was almost like a religion where they hated factories and machines and shit as people were making them in high school i thought those people were fucking dumb i was like why would you hate this this is amazing we're making new technology now i totally get it because when you think about it if you're like an expert at a skill 
Yeah, exactly. Someone comes along and just drops a robot that does your work a thousand times faster, Especially and suddenly in, you like, have a job. Nowadays, where like most people like you know get their full time jobs, like all right, I'm gonna work here for fifteen years, and then all of a sudden like your job got replaced. Like, what are you gonna do now? Yeah, and now you're doing five people's jobs and getting paid only ten percent more because they automated everyone else's jobs and they don't really need them anymore and they're trying to push you out and like things just get worse and your money buys less and you don't have health insurance and like things are just bad i understand why people don't like machines now it makes perfect sense well you know what are you gonna do yeah what are we gonna do i mean uh, i can think of something but i can't say it on here (laughs) (laughs) than uh, actual humans so you know we're probably gonna see like these futuristic cities but you're gonna see like a slums right next to it right exactly there's gonna be futuristic cities and there's gonna be this this gate to separate the rabble yeah. from the fucking from the actual people like, that matter dishonored. exactly it literally is like dishonored oh my god i actually never played that game but I, i'm pretty sure it's something like that it is i mean basically just the rabble live in the streets just, and I have, like, hazed dreams of playing Dishonored. Like, I, I think I played it, but I don't remember any of it. <laughs> it's a good game. It was my favorite game of 2012, actually. Dude, dude uh, another thing that happened in Hong Kong, like, uh, people are waving that uh, Trump picture of him. <laughs> the as, the uh, Stallone that, one? Yeah. Fuck, Stallone, dude, I did yeah. not think that was real. Yeah, I didn't think it was real. I'm like, no way he retweeted this shit. No way. <laughs> He's a child. I, I'm like, I go, to, I go to Twitter, I type in his name, I scroll down, I fucking see it, and I'm like, no. No, Just no, 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 no. my fucking, SMH my fucking head, bro. I can't hear it. It's so, it's so sad that, like, the Hong Kong people, like, because, like, fuck, dude, he's not a good guy, dude. He's not. Yeah. He really isn't a good guy. Yeah. Hopefully, I mean, they, it's like a joke more than anything. It's not a but joke. They just they don't the know about our politics. Trump dude. recently, dude. You what? I'm sorry. The world's been clowning on Donald Trump recently. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I forgot about this. Did you see the video of them making fun of him behind his back? Yeah, <laughs> that like, shit was so he walked, funny. He walked out because and he called uh, Trudeau a two-faced. Uh, Bastards, I thought, right? Yes, that was the funniest shit, bro. Oh my god, I just I love imagining him sitting he's in the Oval Office, like baby. crying. He's literally crying <laughs> he's because like, his yeah. yeah, his favorite Canadian yeah, boy shit. didn't call him yeah. back. Oh god, that why, shit was so why Justin? <laughs> I thought like, we had something. He like he goes to the, the tree outside the White House and like crosses out fucking the D plus J. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, Danny boy, like they're they're fucking it up, dude. I feel like he just he just might leave the office himself. He's like, yeah, I, I've had a good run, but it's it's over. <laughs> nah, he's this is way it. too this, this is this is the, this is the fucking thing that shatters him. And <laughs> super clown. He realizes that all of, he he has fake friends, and that's what makes him end his presidency. Yeah. And then he's gonna release like a snap, like twenty five Snapchat story about how yeah. he has fake friends and how he's deleting everyone's uh, number. And if if you're a true friend, you know. Yeah, God. to text them shit. Yeah, like, exactly. Door fucking blows up Drake. <laughs> he fucking outs Epstein. He just drops it like yeah. casually. He's just like, he's yeah, like, fuck it. But I'm like, going off on everyone Epstein, right now. Epstein is alive. He's in Cuba. This is where he's at. <laughs> yeah, Takashi six nine cries a single tear. Yeah. Here's here's Justin Trudeau's forty more blackface pictures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the greatest deal he ever made. I mean, getting black, yeah. blackface, blackmail material for Justin. He was like, he was like, yes, I was Russia's spy. <laughs> you got me. Like, yeah, I feel, I, dude, maybe, maybe. So have you heard about Kamala Harris? 
Yeah, she fucking dropped out, baby. Finally. Yeah, that's insane. Like, thank God. Like, uh, I was it was crazy because I was just looking at um, like, cause people usually drop out based off campaign donations, like how much how money they have left. Yeah. And, you know, I was just looking at that, and uh, you know, because of um, God, what was his name? Dropped out. I was looking at seeing oh, who. Oh, Beto. You know, yeah. yeah, Beto. I was saying maybe you know who if someone like is low on campaign funds, they might drop out. And um, Kamala Harris drops out. Yep. And I mean, like, I, I think that the real nail in the coffin for her campaign was that most recent poll that had her polling below Yang. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. She really, she really fucking just fell off the shelf. Yeah. I mean, people are kind of, uh, you know, they're honing in on the top three candidates. I mean, you're always going to have that latent Yang support, but... The top three yeah, people are going to be the Kamala's Harris, like, race supporters, like, just because she was, you know, right. African-American. There like, were a lot of people now. on Twitter. There were a lot of black people on Twitter saying how, like, I don't know. They were, like, pissed because they weren't supporting, like, there weren't any black people to support, which I totally understand. But then there were also were, like, the other, like, the other side where there was, like, other people that were, like, okay, I'm black and I never supported Kamala because her platform is trash. She's a fucking fed cop and I don't want her to be president, like, which I agree with. But at the same time, I kind of, I, I do empathize with the fact that, like, if you're black, you literally have not been able to vote for, like, any people that look like you ever, except for one guy, and then he sucked. So it's like, I get it. I get why they're mad, but, like, I don't know. I, I just hated Kamala. I don't like her platform. I don't trust her. I think she's a fucking cop. I think she's, you know, she's, if you want someone anti-establishment, she's awful. So I'm glad she's gone. Yeah. And it's about uh, time. And, like, honestly, one down. Like, more people need to yeah. fucking leave. Everyone needs to leave, except at minimum. I, okay, let's say, who who are the people who that think, are justified to stay in the race right now? I think, uh, obviously, Biden, Bernie, Warren, Sanders. Yang. Yeah. Yeah, Biden, Biden Warren, Biden. Sanders, Yang, and Buttigieg, I think. Those five. Yeah. And then the rest, could, they can drop out. Yeah, like, all those people just need to drop. And, like, I would argue that Yang should drop, too. But, I like, his UBI shit, I think... Um, like that idea is pretty popular and i doubt he's gonna drop out um and i don't blame him for it because he like he is bringing a lot of attention to it and i know he agrees with it a lot i don't necessarily agree with it but i doubt he'll drop out um but yeah those top four those other four probably shouldn't drop out because they're all um you know they're all running pretty well Hopefully yeah. Judge drops out though. I hope he gets cold feet or something and yeah. just fucking drops out. Because... I feel like he's going to try to snag up uh, the yes. Kamala Harris supporters if he's, yeah. if he's if possible. Oh, no. Yeah, no way like black people. Person, Why would black people vote for Pete Judge, dude? Did you see? Oh, my God. Yeah. Did you see his fucking poll where he was polling 0% among black people in South Carolina oh, yeah. or North Carolina? <laughs> yeah, fucking 0%. Like 40% of the people there are black. Yeah. That, that means he <laughs> literally not even one person. Yeah, so he's going to try to, like, suck him up. He's like, oh, look, I do love black people in, like, business and black communities and, you know, try to do some shit to gain their support. He's like, hmm. Yeah. This guy is, you know, Pete, but, you know, I, I can get behind uh, that. Pete, yeah, black people don't like Pete Buttigieg because they can't pronounce his name. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Got a book, but, yeah. Uh, God, this is like unironically what people will say. Like this is what Buddha Judge supporters will say once the mask comes off. They're gonna be like, "Fucking dumb black people don't know who to support." Meanwhile, black people are like, oh, "I just want to like have a job and like healthcare and shit." 
I hate how people like shame. This happens with minorities all the time, especially with black people, but also with other minorities like gay gay people as well too. With uh, Pete Buttigieg, like you get shamed for supporting someone who doesn't look like you or doesn't uh, you know live by the same lifestyle as you because of their status as that thing. Like like let's say if you're a gay person and you're voting for Bernie Sanders because you like his platform. Like some some people will be like, oh, you're gay and you're not voting for the one gay candidate. It's like wow, we're really like real champion of gay rights or like if you're black and you're not voting for the one black candidate they'll use that to shame you and be like oh you're not voting for the black person like wow you really care about black people you really care about uh like you know black people's rights and shit in the country it's like obviously i fucking do because that's why i'm voting for sanders because he actually cares about black people he's not gonna you know like have this token support from black people he actually wants to lift working class black people out of poverty unlike most of the people on the democratic ticket so like i don't know it's i hate that people do that because it's very easy to fall prey to that because if you're the one person like if all black people voting are voting for kamala harris and you're like the one person who's like wait actually guys i think bernie sanders would be better for us as black people as people as workers i think bernie sanders would be a better choice for us then you get ridiculed because you know he's white he's a jew it doesn't it's not the person that you're supposed to support i really hate that shit yeah have you heard about the the billionaire who's running the tom steyer Oh uh, yeah, heard about it's it. It's so mean. crazy how someone with no like political background can just run for president because they're a billionaire. I feel like I've heard this before. <laughs> Have you? Have you said this already? No, in 2016, bro. Donald Trump. Hello. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, yeah. he's not a billionaire, is he? Well, allegedly. I guess we'll find out soon since they, uh, you know, they made his taxes like public or whatever. Yeah, but I think it's crazy, like. Elon Musk could run for president and like have a good chance. Yeah, Elon Musk is basically to. Yang. Like, what Wait, if it, what if it was Elon? He can't run. He can't run. Oh he no, he's born... South African. You're right. Yeah, I forgot about that for a second. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> he has an accent. <laughs> uh, yeah, but anyway, yeah. I mean, final final note on the Kamala shit. Like, good good on her for dropping out. I guess. Yeah. Like it was. It's about time. Thank you, Kamala. <laughs> Cop down. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Like, hopefully she sets a good example for all those other people. But anyway, I think, uh, I think, I if, think with if, that, we, uh, if you're ready, stuff. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, so let's get to this question. Will robots take the world over in the future? Will robots take the world over in the future? Yeah. What do you mean by take the world over? Like... Will, uh, you know, robots be more commonplace, I guess, like, you know, they take the world over as in, I don't know, I like to, let's, let's discuss this about in like two ways. Let's consider like they take the world over as in they, they turn against the humans and, you know, they're going to run us, you know, run us out of here and they're going to take over the planet to be like super efficient and shit. Or, you know, the robots take over the world as in they took all our jobs you know, everything's run by a robot or like Android type deal. Okay, so not necessarily sentient robots. So we have the we have the Matrix scenario, and then we have the the Hell World capitalist scenario, or it could be like yeah. a socialist, a fucking utopia. Either way, yeah. I think that yeah, the automation thing is bound to happen, right? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I feel like the you know people might be against it and like say let's not do this, you know. Yeah. So people have jobs because a, a very important thing, you know, for like people are always talking about it. How many jobs did the president create? Right. 
Yeah, so it's like a huge thing. So I feel like it'd be. Did he press the jobs button when he got to the office? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's it could happen, but I feel like jobs is like super important. Like it's so important when it comes to you know trying to become the president. Yeah, I think if people fail to reject, if people fail to reject capitalism, if we cling on to this dying ideology forever until we eventually die, um, I think that, yeah, that will happen. Because obviously in a capitalist society, you have to have workers. So like we're actually going, we've reached a point where we're able to automate workers so much that we actually have to slow ourselves down. We have to automate less because if we were to automate everything that we possibly could right now, it would be... It would be it would ruin the economy because there would be no money all the capital would flow directly to the top like even more than yeah. it already does and yeah people would be fucked so it's interesting we've reached kind of a, a catch-22 situation um but yeah i think that yeah automation will take over i don't think we're gonna have a matrix situation because i don't think human beings are going to live long enough to create yeah. that oh where robots take over but let's say it did so like elon musk sent out his you know one million drones you know per country to, i don't know a shit ton of drones yeah. to like take over the world I mean, if you created the drone, if the drones were intelligent, I guess eventually they could, right? Because yeah. it's not like they can't die or anything. They can't, like, they can just make more of themselves, too. Uh, like, I wonder, do we have the technology currently to stop that from happening? Well, I don't think we have the technology currently to create that, so I don't... Well, I don't, yeah, I, don't. I guess, but I wonder if there's any feasible way we could, like, I think I think it's possible. Like, if they're not so mobile yeah. and like they're grouped up, like just fucking gun them down. I think and if they, they had an EMP and blast, you know, like, they could make like a space base though, because they don't need to breathe. Like, if I was a robot, if I was an intelligent robot, I wanted to take over the Earth. I would immediately fly to the moon. Yeah. And then just create a factory making more robots and then send them and you down to Earth. The asteroids. Yes, oh, exactly. Get the asteroids to build the shit, so you don't have to go to Earth. Exactly, it's genius. Food, so it's not like you need food. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and so, then by the time you create your army, it'll be too late, and then you can just rain them down because, like, it, you can build them so that they can they survive. Can just fall to Earth, exactly, yeah. bro. It's fucking genius. Yeah. Holy shit. Yo, yeah. cut this in case Elon yeah. listens yeah. to this, bro. <laughs> Get out. Holy shit. Holy that shit. Elon, please don't. Okay, I came up with the idea, bro. Please just put, program like a little exception in for me. And me. Holy shit, bro. What about yeah. me? Yeah, hello? But <laughs> this of, podcast like, must that, go on. If this does happen, like if that situation would happen, what would you do in the first place? What would I do? I don't know. Yeah, probably die immediately. Um, I would try to like live as long as I have, uh, you know, long as I can, you know, try to like not let the robots kill me. Hopefully, like, I'll be able to find out a way to like, kill a robot if I do come across one. Yeah. If they're self-replicating, I think you're just fucked. Like, yeah. there's just no way. Especially if they did the moon base idea, because you would literally have to go to the moon and kill them. Yeah. That'd be hard as fuck. Yep. But, uh, I would try to live as long as possible, but eventually, you know, I'd die. I It'd feel be, like you would be the final survivor. <laughs> Somehow. Some fucking way. <laughs> have you seen the, um... That one Black Mirror episode where it was like the dogs, and like they were all over the world, and like the, the dogs like killed people and shit. What the fuck? No. It was like it was all in black and white. So basically, like the episode how it was. I don't remember the episode name, but um, there's these dog-like killing machines that it seems like their main focus to kill humans. Like they're excellent at tracking down humans. They have like fucking thermal rave, uh, you know, thermal vision, and like there's there's the shits in them. Basically, you know how it went. It was like 
a group of people stumble upon one. It killed like most of them. And then at the end, she finally killed the robot, but it sent out an alarm. And you can just see like all these dogs going in on that location. And it was like super hard to kill. Like she had to like shoot it three times with a shotgun and like to that or something. So like yeah, it would be crazy. Like imagine if you just had like killer robot dogs going after you all times of the day, and they could pro and they also can listen on your communication shit. So like you'd have to like talk to people regularly. Like your communications would possibly, you know, they already like listening and stuff like that. So it'd be super hard. I think you're right, man. I think we would be fucked. It would just be over. Yeah. So yeah. Elon Musk, uh, spare us if you ever decide to do that. Yeah, everyone go out and yeah. buy a Tesla. Put your pre-order in for that new fucking uh, truck. Cyber man. truck. Yeah, yeah, that shit looks awesome, by the way. Don't kill us, please. Uh, yeah, honest, on, no, honestly, like, no joke at all. Like, at first when I saw it, I'm like, yeah, that looks shit. But, like, honestly, I'm starting to fuck with it more and more. Really? <laughs> yeah. I think it's cool as fuck. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say no to one. It's still a fucking Tesla, <laughs> right? True. I mean, but, 40000 40, is pretty affordable. F to who, bitch? <laughs> I mean, to, compared to how much cars cost nowadays. I mean, 40000 is like the regular, isn't it? I mean, I mean for you know, like a brand new... Like an SUV, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, for like a brand new off the lot. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty much par for the course but still that's hella expensive though yeah true. i mean i'm like i'm still probably gonna buy you know a, a grand car yeah and like cash my car barely starts <laughs> that's why we need you right now this is we're, we're nearing the end of the episode so yeah. <laughs> everyone go right now to our patreon patreon.com slash left in the south podcast and uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter. We're still doing that giveaway. We're still going on with that giveaway on Twitter for the Blue Snowball Microphone. Yep. All you have to do is just retweet, follow us, and reply with hashtag Left in the South, and you got yourself an entry into our giveaway. Yep. And if you enter, if you subscribe to our Patreon, you receive double entries into our giveaway. So you have about like three-ish weeks, I think, three and a half weeks maybe, to uh, enter to the contest. So hopefully you guys all get in in time. Yeah, and with that, thank you for watching the sixth episode of Left in the South podcast. As always, I'm your host, David, friend here, Caleb, and we're out, baby. Later. That's a wrap.